Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. You're listening to Room 104. Remember, you can get the Room 104 podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Acast, all the usual places that you can go rate and review if you have done already. Thank you very much. Now, we um, we were doing a little bit of a, a weekly check-in. We with, were. With, with someone. Yeah. Someone who was going undergoing um, a bit of a challenge. Hashtag, yeah. Hashtag journey. I would have thought if he came out of this challenge alive and well, that he might be superhuman. Yeah, I know. Um... But we haven't checked up on him since, so we said we would. I feel like we're bad parents that we're not calling in with a child we sent away. I'm a little bit worried. Yeah, so if you have been listening to the, the show, during the month of August anyway, we obviously the Fringe Festival was on, yeah. um, and it's a disgusting slog of a festival to do, we found out. Um, Danny O'Brien, who is host of the Comedy Crunch downstairs in the Stag's Head, he goes over to Edinburgh pretty much every year. Um, it was just interesting to see how horrifically bad it can be for mind, body and spirit. But then, you know, he was back, he was fine and then went and did electric wicking so we've no idea whether he's alive or not or well or or well and we want to see the, the final damage that was done on his body uh, he's joining us live on the line now Danny uh, how, how are things how are you guys I'm glad to hear your voices <laughs> well, <laughs> we're glad to hear yours do we need to call a doctor no it's um, it's just back I'm in recovery now you uh, sound you sound healthier and happier anyway yeah I've just been honestly I've just been inhaling vegetables and sleeping as much as I could for the last while um, grinding up broccoli and doing a few lines of broccoli off the back <laughs> of a toilet bowl yeah, somewhere yeah, yeah, yeah. bumps the kale <laughs> um. uh, that's what vegans do isn't that it? is actually yeah, what vegans do putting a bump of kale on a key and just going here <laughs> try some of this and it's like happy days but um, quickly recount again how many shows did you wind up doing in Edinburgh and how much distance did you tra- did you wind up covering I did I think I, I, on average I think it was something like 17,000 steps so I, so I walked something like um, about 12 kilometres every day that was my average step over the month of August and then um, did my 83rd gig was Electric Picnic which oh. was my birthday as well so I thought that was, uh, <laughs> that, that was Now that I know was you, were, you were being very very good <laughs> over in Edinburgh as in health wise not going stupid not treating it as a lads 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 holiday and actually you yeah, know, no. working at it and slogging away and you said that you might have had a, an orange juice or two at Electric Picnic yeah, yeah. <laughs> How was Electric Picnic? I had a couple of snippers of pork in Strat Valley Oh lovely Oh lovely yeah <laughs> But uh, I, I, to be honest with you I, got, I was quite sick for the last week of Edinburgh and I, I didn't really realise how bad I I was because you're just kind of plowing through it and you kind of run on adrenaline and stuff like that and you feel awful because you're tired all the time anyway and I think I got home on the Monday after Edinburgh 
And on Tuesday, I went to my doctor and she's like, Danny, you've got a really bad chest infection. How long has this been going on? And I was like, uh, two days. Oh, no. <laughs> well, at least it ended. Did you actually so, uh, lose much weight now that I'm I lost. I actually, I went back to the gym yesterday and I lost about a kilo and a half of muscle and I lost about two kilos all in in three and a half weeks it's a fab diet you can actually do you know what you need to do Danny right package this into like an ebook or a DVD <laughs> course and then get yourself a pair of spandex and do like a 1am in the morning late night shopping channel show are you looking for abs and losing it's three like, kilos it's, it's literally the most unhealthy way you could possibly lose weight like, yeah. I, think, I think the only way that like it was I think Christian Bale when he was um when he was getting ready to do the machinist. Oh, so he bad. He like, he didn't eat and he smoked like 60 cigarettes a day and I think me and him were probably on par for <laughs> the amount, like how bad it is. Danny, sorry, just to cut, cut across you there, the only thing oh. is he got paid a shit ton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I got, I got, I got paid, but not Christian, not Christian Bale's books, you know. God, yeah. No, it'd be an interesting diet. I'd buy, I'd buy it. The comedian's diet. Become the a comedian, diet. and you can't afford to buy food um, for <laughs> the first ten years of your career, and you're going to lose loads of weight. No, but um, you were definitely, you definitely sound a lot healthier anyway than um, the last time we we talked in Edinburgh, and then I know it was obviously electric picnic after that. But uh, I am, and your phone was off last week. You were not taking any calls, mm. not even going through your agent. You're like, sorry, hold my calls. <laughs> but um, glad to hear it all. Kind of. Uh, what yeah, I ran, I actually I ran off to Spain like a kind of modern day Shirley Valentine. Um, <laughs> I ran off for a few days on my own because I just I had to just get away and not talk to people for a few days. So I went off to Spain and kind of ate my body weight in hand. <laughs> and uh, even with that, I still lost a lot of weight. So actually, I, I don't even know how much I would how much I would have lost if I if I didn't include the ham gain. Yeah, yeah, ham gaining in Spain. It's yeah, that sounds like the dream. Important part of the process, right? That's so next year's show title. <laughs> Yeah, a new book by Danny O'Brien out now, available in all good ones. Grant, so um, uh, how was Electric Picnic, by the way? I never got to ask it. It was really good. It was great crack. Um, it's always a good laugh down there. I think I'm getting a bit old for it. Like I'm just, I, I don't know. Like I'm in my thirties and I felt like the granddad and up or something when I was walking around there. No. So much glitter and yeah, it, it's fairly hectic. Then I, I'm kind of back into the grind and getting ready for an autumn tour that's starting next week. So I'm just trying to recuperate and rebuild. I feel like Jenga, like you're just rebuilding to knock it all down again. Yeah, and it's a fragile foundation that you're on, just going around and just uh, waiting for the next thing to blow you over and go yeah. game over. And, uh, to, be, to be honest, like uh, the, I just actually have to get two new tires put in my car today because I'm going to be doing so much driving now in the next um, between now and Christmas. But the the, the worst is over, and like as much as I do give out about Edinburgh, and it is an absolute slog. Like the show is, is is the best it's ever been. It's been refined and honed and tightened for 26 nights. Um, I've got some really really great work out of it now. Next year I'm going all over the world off the back of Edinburgh. So, oh shit! You know, really? You can't. Yeah, you can't. Like, like I know it, it is a slog and it will destroy you. But then at the end of it, you've got a really bulletproof hour, and then you've got loads of work off the back of it. And I've got some some stuff coming up and might be some TV stuff happening. So there's loads 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 going on. Oh, oh hashtag God, you can good. you can jump onto Instagram now and say so many exciting projects in the pipeline. Yeah, 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 exactly. Don't forget to include a cup of coffee. Oh yeah, you know because yeah, yeah. you're writing. Oh, of course, in oh, your diary. above and have a marble like slate that you can put your notebook yeah. on and kind of just write and go happy days. Go this to the shelter. I might get one of those lights um, that that I keep getting asked for on my Instagram, like the circular lights, just to take selfies. Oh yeah. Oh god. Oh god. Do boomerangs of myself writing like a makeup artist. You're a comedy artist now, you know. You're just kind of be taking this tutorials about how you can write the uh, write the perfect jokes, right? So, what's the crack then now? Autumn tour. I know it's it's pretty much outside of Dublin, but when when is the show coming back to Dublin? 
So it's going on an autumn tour all over Europe in the next few weeks to Brno, Bratislava, um, Berlin, Limerick, all the big ones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. That's literally the way it's going. I'm oh, come here, Danny. Have you ever been to Bratislava before? I have not. Right, I was there on an old cheap weekend a couple of years ago, and it was in actually it was probably about yeah, it's probably the same time around October, November, right? One of those things where it, where's the cheapest place we can go? And oh yeah, ended up being Bratislava, and I don't want to say. There's not a lot to do in Bratislava. There is, of course, one Irish bar. Oh, brilliant. That's <laughs> that all you we, need. That we went into. And then the main thing, the main tourist thing that you can do in Bratislava is get the train to Vienna. Oh, well, that's I bleak. Have to go, I have to go from Bratislava to Vienna, so that is convenient. There and is, you is go. it far? No, no, it's not. But I'm saying the most entertaining they have thing they have to do in Bratislava is leave God. and go to a different country. Oh, that's Until horrible. this guy arrives. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Danny's going to be there. He's going to take over. Sorry, of course. I'm yeah. here to shake things up, Bratislava. Yeah. People will be going from Vienna to there, Bratislava. There we go. But then he's got a gig in Vienna. So sorry, come back. Yeah, come, yeah, yeah. come back to Vienna. So a European tour of once and then back into Limerick and stuff. But then Dublin is coming. Where is it? The start of next year. The Irish tour is kicking off in January. It's actually going to London first. If there is a London, awkward. You're going to need a visa, support. Danny. You're going to need a work permit and a visa. If the Brits let me into London, that's where the tour will start. But then it's, it's basically going all over the country. But the first Dublin date is Wheeland, which is on the 29th of January. Um, I actually secretly kind of leaked that because I love Wheeland and uh, I want to sell it out quick. Um, so that's already halfway there without even really announcing the oh, property. Legend. So, um, I just, but it's probably one of my favourite gigs, just full stop. I have a weird emotional connection to Wheelands as a venue. And then it's, it's going all over Ireland and, and, and beyond then after that, all the way up until about May. I love that, you know, especially Whelan's, obviously one of my favourite venues as well. But the end of January, when you're depressed off your head mm, and you've no money, yeah, you yeah. need a bit of comedy. Yeah, I actually chose it for that exact day as well because um, four days after payday, a bit over, need a bit of a break. You know, <laughs> you do. I love yeah. it. Four days after payday. That's the when you're going to get the rest yeah. of those ticket sales, Danny. Everyone's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Eighty percent surge. It's like happy days. Think, come here, right? So obviously, the what's the the name of the show again? is Reformer. The same show is called Reformer. Right, so you're taking Reformer and Reformer is going to be in Whelan's up and then you're touring it up until May, right? Yeah. What's the crack? When do you start working on a new show then for next year's Edinburgh? Literally now. <laughs> I've been just after I got back from EP, I've already been trying little bits and pieces out in the club in the last couple of weeks. So I haven't really got an idea for next year's show, but I have to start thinking about it now and I have to start at least getting bits of material together. So yeah, it's, it's, it's tough like that because you're... And then I'm actually... I'm actually filming a DVD in Liverpool in November of my last year's show, Lock In. So oh, that was a great show. Oh, that was a great show, yeah. Three shows in my head now in the next couple of um, Oh, next God, of yeah. It's a bit of a melt, but um, it's good, though. It keeps you, keeps you sharp. Uh, who, where are you filming over in London? It's not in the hot water, is it? Yeah, hot water, yeah. We were, we were chatting to Paul Smith, who runs uh, that. Paul's a great guy. Yeah. Great crack. So you can listen back to the podcast with an interview on the Room 104 <laughs> podcast right now if you, if you, you want to have a listen, right? So, so you're cracking on with the, the new show already, right? That, that's mad, yeah, that it takes so much time. Yeah, you, a I, year. You'd think it'd be like a week before Edinburgh, you're like, oh shit. It's kind of the, that last few months, like June and July, yeah. is honestly like the leave insert for us. It's, it's horrendous. And then you're like, oh, God. And I'm like, if you don't get started on now, by the time it comes to June or July, you'll have a meltdown. And then it makes your Edinburgh much harder. 
So at least if you're going into Edinburgh a semi-developed show, it makes your life a bit easier. But if you're just showing up, you know what I mean? It's like showing up to training and you're runner. Like you're gonna... That's what I mean. I'd say it's very obvious the person that turns up and two weeks beforehand has written their material mm, and then tries yeah. it out. You know, yeah. that they just put no effort into it. You're like, okay. You're like a, a lot of acts, like they, you know, they, they might, you know, on social media or people are like, oh, they're great. But you get found out in Edinburgh. Like there's nowhere to hide. When you're on the stage on your own, your show's either good or it's not. And the audience know that there's no work has gone into it or they know that work has gone into it. Um, which I kind of like, to be honest with you. I think it's a nice a nice leveler for everybody. Yeah, come here. Do you mind, do you mind if I ask you a personal question, Danny? Of course, Cormac. Are you married? You want to mention <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, that was serious. Do you get married, Cormac? We, yeah. can, we can talk a bit of tax between us and it's street legal in Ireland now. I think it'd be a good move. The tax benefits, in fairness. If, if, if anything, would be great. The show before lock-in was called what? Reform, um, Rack and Tour. Rack and Tour, right. And that was all centred around you looking for your dad. Yeah. And I hope you don't mind me bringing this up, right? Because you've done a show about it, so you're surely fine with talking about it. Yeah. Did you find him? Uh, not yet, but there's been some development. Oh, has there actually? Yeah, I can't really go into it because it's quite a sensitive subject at the moment. <laughs> I can imagine, yeah, and I don't mean to dump in. Hey, listen, the show was absolutely phenomenally brilliant, right? Uh, like, long story short, yeah. you were biking, or there was a motorbike involved, but the whole thing was trying to find your, your biological father. Phenomenal yeah, yeah. show, right? Really, really good. Wow. But he, he ended the show in Edinburgh with, like, just the lights going out, and no one had really any idea whether or not you were able to find him. And I just wanted to know, like, is there a sequel coming? Do we know what's happening? There won't be a sequel, but there might be some resolution. That's that's all I can give away. Oh, so now I want to watch this show. It. You need to film that show as yeah. well, Danny. You get an open yeah. with this shit. I'll just keep going back and back and back like Benjamin Button with my shows. <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible. So you turned, like, a personal story into a stand-up. Oh, very personal, yeah. But every, every show, I suppose, kind of has to... Um, I suppose everyone does one of them every now and then, but even this year's show is about um, I, I nearly I had a knee injury that I nearly like had to stop working and had to get a complete knee reconstruction, and it was going to put me out of action for eight months. Um, and like I, I was there, going, what am I going to do? And I had to go through loads of physio and oh, I had to start doing Pilates and all this stuff. <laughs> I, I managed to kind of I was, it was, it was, it was the, you want to see the hack of me in a Pilates studio in Sandy <laughs> with all these rich. Like yummy mummies <laughs> and me just Stop. sweating trying to do core exercises. Do you know what's really funny? My friend who's pregnant is going to that class. <laughs> no way. Yeah. I must I'm the guy with the crap Corolla parked in between all the one line one Range Rovers. Oh, it's okay. She doesn't even have a car, so. Uh, it's a tough life. It's a tough life. Yeah. Yes, I'm not the poorest person in that class. Amazing. No, you're definitely not. But yeah, so um, there might, as I said, there might be some resolution. And I said this show is about. Well, this show is very nearly what stopping working. No, this show is actually. It's kind of. I gave up. So I gave up alcohol. I gave up meat. I gave up refined sugar. Um, I gave up caffeine, and I I went a bit like I tried to fix my knee without having to get surgery. Yeah. Um, and I gave up all the things I love in the process, and I kind of gave all them up at the start of the year. And then I was told I was going to have to get a, re- a knee reconstruction. And then I really hurt it again in Australia. And I was like, I was like, that's it. Like, I'm, I'm going to have to get this sorted. And so I don't want to go into it too much, but that's kind of the genesis of it. But um, yeah. I, 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 I gave up everything that I love, like cheese as well. Um, wow, that's that a big thing. Hard. Actually, I don't, I don't know how many people who could give up cheese, especially cheese fanatics who love a bit of like of a melted ham and cheese toasty. Yeah, I was like, I, I, I nearly wept, like caffeine, booze, whatever. <laughs> get that's, over that. One. That's not really worth living. Like yeah. sugar, I, everything good. You're giving. You I gave nearly up. Like, 
resort in the shoplift and like baby bell like yeah. bake cheese and everything like you'd be walking around so angry with life wouldn't you yeah, yeah. yeah. like you've just made me want hunky dories even more than I did already yeah I gave up everything that I loved and it just to be honest wasn't really worth it <laughs> yeah, but I got a good show out of it, so something positive out of it. And my knee is pretty much fixed without having to get surgery. So, oh, that's that was just so hang on a second, it did work. Yeah, no, I, I killed myself in the gym. Like, you see my Instagram, I got down to 10% body fat as no well. No way, did you? I never thought I'd do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, There's hope for the, the main thing for that, like, I was, no, I was training loads. I was training about four days a week, like, pretty hard. But then the. The no sugar was 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 the was the main reason for that. Giving up sugar was one of the hardest things. I did that for a whole month, like no sugar in anything, no refined sugar at all. Yeah, I've I've done that once or twice before. Uh, you know when for a while there, you know the way paleo was a huge yeah. fad, and before yeah. that might have been Atkins and stuff yeah. like that. I yeah. went keto. I went keto for oh, a few I weeks, right? That, yeah. And uh, that's like you can only have five percent carbs, so you've no sugar at all, and uh, it is horrifically hard. Afterwards, it's kind of it's not too bad, but it's incredibly restrictive. Everything nice you realize has sugar in it, or things you didn't realize had sugar in it has sugar. Yeah. And trying to cut it out, it's just I found it unsustainable. You can't have a normal life while trying to cut out processed sugar and let's say processed carbs it's just so difficult well to even try and get me to eat some fruit is difficult enough and they're telling me not to eat fruit too much fruit because it's too high in sugar I'm like sorry why do you want it that's rubbish because like at least when you're eating fruit like your body's processing it itself and you can't eat as much like there's not enough fruit you could consume you get too full before any of it does damage to you do you know what I mean and you're still getting fibre and all that stuff as well okay thanks Danny this is coming (laughs) from a person in the gym (laughs) (laughs) who told me that I can't no Danny's joking he's he's sending me on to diabetes going into like a family (laughs) tub of skittles I'd be like just slow pushed them into your mouth as soon as I said that like every colour wait wait does fruit pastilles count they're fruit, yeah. They're to part of your yeah, five yeah. a day. Yeah, that's awesome. absolutely fine. Um, well, listen, Danny, thanks for for popping on this evening. Good to hear you're alive and and well-ish, I suppose, with the infection <laughs> and that. I mean, hopefully that that'll get better. Yeah. Um, tickets, uh, yeah, tickets for, are on sale for the Wheelands gig, which is next January. If you haven't got them yet and you fancy going, I recommend strong, highly recommend Danny. Really, really great comedian. Really, really great gig. I guarantee you it will be. Other than that, uh, anything you want to plug or mention while while you're here? There's a few bits and pieces. Um, I'm doing some. Um, I'm doing the. I'm just basically doing club and tour. I'm doing some stuff with um, with a few different festivals and stuff like that. There's actually quite a cool gig in Dublin that I'm doing. That's something outside of my own normal kind of stuff, um, which is the Dirty Circus. So I'm hosting the Dirty Circus in Lost Lane on the 20th of October, um, which is something a little bit new for me. So I'm hosting like a kind of risque burlesque cabaret Ooh, night. That's kind of new. Around Ireland, yeah. So I'm quite excited about that. Oh, that's cool. I kind of want to go to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be a bit of crack. And I'm sure all the rest of your details around shows, tours, gigs, the lot will be up on your Instagram and your Twitter and your Facebook, which is? Yeah, my, both at DOB Comedy. Everything will be listed on my website. And I'm going to announce my autumn tour tomorrow. I'm just uh, waiting on one more confirmation of a ticket link. And they will be all up tomorrow. So I'll, I'll bash them all out and everyone can have a look at that. Lovely. Daniel O'Brien, good to hear you alive and well. And we'll chat to you again <laughs> soon, sir. Thanks, million. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.